Hey everybody, what's going on? This is Courtney here with me on the set and I'm going to be doing something a bit different today. I'm actually going to be doing a film review, something that I've never done before. Um, I've been kind of asked to do these in the past, you know, just by people around me, but I've never actually taken the time to do one like this. And the only reason why I'm doing this specific one is because it does relate to the topic of, you know, passions, pursuits, dreams, goals, aspirations, and things along that nature. So it definitely does deal with things that happen, you know, beyond the creative, which of course this podcast is mostly geared towards. So Soul was released by Disney Pixar and it came out Christmas Day. Now, as we know, due to the effects of COVID, we know this was supposed to go for theatrical re- release this year. But, you know, COVID-19 has been a rapist of a lot of things this year. <laughs> and so Disney decided to do the most, you know, thing that, best thing that they can do for their consumers. And that's to release it on Disney Plus Christmas Day. And let me first start off also by saying that this will have some spoilers in it. I'm not going to give the full story away, but I'm definitely going to give my thoughts on it as a whole. But I'm going to tell you there may be some minor spoilers, but not, not nothing about the overall theme of the actual film. Or I'm not going to get off little bitty tidbits over there. Still, go watch it. So if you are okay with minor spoilers, then listen to this. If you don't want any spoilers at all, I suggest you come go watch the film and then come back to it. And maybe you'll understand my perspective from this particular film or on this film. So the film stars Jamie Foxx and a myriad of other different actors. And Jamie's actually playing a pianist by the name of uh, of Joe Gardner, who is a, a pianist first and foremost. Like I said, he's a jazz pianist be, to be specific. And on top of that, he's also a music teacher at a public school in New York because, you know, it's very dirty there, at least from the images that I saw. And in the first opening scene, spoiler alert, you know, after he's teaching these kids about music and they're trying to think I sing, um, my country tis of the sweet land of liberty of the icing. Don't, don't mock my singing. Don't, don't mock my singing. They're trying to sing the song and they're just like, they're offy trying to get them like, you know, on key and on pitch and, and it's just really, really not working. And then by the end of the class, you know, he gets a knock on the door from the principal and the principal then hands him a letter of offer to become a full-time teacher, staff member at their school. And she starts rattling off, you know, oh, you'll get benefits. Oh, you'll get a pension plan. No more part-time for you. No more freelancing. If this is all that you're going to be, you're probably going to be a working musician at a school. And in that very same moment, that is literally when his face almost drops and the disappointment from him begins to leave. And at this very same time, he then gets a call from one of his former students saying, hey, there is this um, there's this jazz uh, saxophonist played by Angela Bassett who was coming into town and our pianist dropped out. Can you please just come over? And he then comes in and she's kind of really not feeling him at all. The, the, the jazz saxophonist, she's not feeling him at all, honestly. And he does a little ditty. He, you know, plays his fingers off and she's like, okay, then come on board. And then as soon as he is excited about all these different things, that's where the next stage of his life honestly begins. So um, I want to talk about everything kind of in between there, as well as from the moment that he gets to the, from the moment he gets the letter to the moment that he actually, you know, quote unquote dies. And I use the term quote unquote dies. So watch the film. If you watched the, if you watched it, you already know what I'm talking about. If you have not, then it is about, you know, the, the soul and the afterlife, just so you know. But it's in the small window. I genuinely want to discuss 
what happens to the creative and to creatives um, regarding the matters of, of um, making sure that you're stable. So when Joe is offered this letter, and I know I've been in the same position that he's been in, it's this, it's a double-edged sword. It's like, yes, you get the stability of knowing where you're going to be every single day. You're not struggling to pay your bills. You know how much money is going to come in. You can then budget. You can then figure out, okay, I need to pay this off. I need to pay that off. There is the security that comes with the nine to five and the nine to five is great. There's nothing wrong with the nine to five. For those of us who work nine to fives, I work one. But then there is in the same moment, the stability that comes in mind. That's also the flip side of it where he's like, what am I possibly giving up if I take this position? Is this something that I really honestly want to do? Is this something that I desire to be? Is this it for me? Is this the end all be all? Is this where I am meant to lead? This is meant, this is my quote unquote, my purpose. Is this what I'm meant to do with my skills, with my talents is to basically teach kids how to hopefully get on pitch, hopefully get on key when the music industry in and of, its, in and of itself is fleeting. If it's not, you know, about, if it's not a bop, if it's not, you know, a hard hitting, you know, you know, move your feet kind of song, then nothing really honestly matters. But here he is, he has gotten this opportunity to do this great and amazing thing with this person he admires so much. And he's trying to figure everything out. And so I pose this question with you know with everything that happened with him as well as with us is stability and the um, desire of getting a nine to five check does it honestly deter us from going after what it is that we honestly want does it deter us does it keep us bound does it keep us complacent into going into or pursuing all of our passions and pursuing all of our dreams and i ask that question because as we honestly know Sometimes you can work 10, 15, 20 years and Joe, his character is probably, we're going to say late thirties into his forties. And he is literally just struggling just to make sure he can live in his craft and be a full fledged, you know, musician, a full fledged pianist, jazz pianist in his profession, in his, in his, um, in his career. And his mother played by Felicia Rashad, who is amazing. You know, she basically says, well, son, you finally have a career now you finally have a job that can sustain you and you just see his just heart is just rattled with bullets because how many of us honestly have told our closest ones to us that we want to do pursue a dream or pursue a career in the arts in the creative whatever maybe it will be and we're immediately shut down and told everything possibly that can go wrong with making that life decision how many times have we opened up our ourselves, opened up our souls, unzipped the heart pieces of us and said, I want to pursue this. I want to do this. I want to go here. I want to go in this thing. I'm putting all my chips and betting on me. And we're often told, no, you need to go get you a job. You need to go make sure that you have food on your table, clothes on your back, roof over your head, that you have your essentials that can be made. And honestly, I get where they're coming from. I faced this same, very same situation. I've had this conversation several times beforehand. And it's really, really difficult when you have the one hand, the blue pill is stability and reliability and going in every day, knowing what's going to happen. And then you have the red pill that offers you instability necessarily, quote unquote, instability, as well as the ability to go and do what you honestly are called to do. Go live your dream. Go pursue your heart's desire. Go fuel the fires of your soul. 
and it's caught because you know the blue pill you have to have those things you need a roof over your head you need clothes you need shoes you need food in your stomach so you can eat so you can have the scruff to keep moving and you know in the red pill it's like but what am i giving up i need to go pursue these things i need to go press forward i need to go do all this stuff so joe to me represents a lot of creatives when i tell you i watched this this part that that first thing 10 minutes of it i was like slightly triggered because i was like man how many conversations have i honestly had to have where you're trying to explain to somebody what is that you actually want to do what it is that you're called to do what it is that this 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 thing that you cannot put down this fuel in your fire that you literally cannot let go it doesn't matter how hard you try to get away or push it away it just won't stop and yet the logic in them it rings true you do need these things but you know sometimes this way in the the way in which it's packaged doesn't always come across the greatest and so i understand his mother's uh, his mother's perspective excuse me on needing a job to be able to support yourself having stability wanting that that nine to five you know your money's coming in every two weeks or every month you know it hits and you can budget accordingly you don't have to worry about that now me personally i would have tried to i would have probably told you know his character hey you may want to positive you can do both can you work a nine to five in the morning and then pursue your stuff on the side but we all know that those side hustles can get tiring or they require more of us than what we honestly think that they did. We know that they deserve more to fully go into those things. You have to give up something else, whether it be sleep, whether it be your money, whether it be time with friends, time with family, you know, your dating life, social gatherings. Those things have to go to the wayside because you have other things to accomplish. And so I like soul because I feel like I get tapped on those very heartstrings of a creative who has a desire to be more. And let's be honest, sometimes we can and have worked for years upon years upon years. We've been moving, we're shaking, we're networking, we're passing our business cards, we're getting clients here and there, and sometimes they don't always add up. And those who are around us are kind of saying, you need to stop. You need to quit, you need to get up. You need to stop this childish pursuit and go after and go get a real job. But then what happens when you get the call? That's the flip side the one ever talks about. What happens when you get the call? What happens when you actually get the ring-a-ling-a-ling on the phone and someone's like, hey, I got this situation, this gig, and you're perfect for it. And it opens up so many different doors. I mean, how many times have people been producing songs and writing songs and playing keyboard and playing background and singing in the background when until somebody either can't make it or somebody doesn't show up and you have to step in and then it blows up? From my own personal story, I got into this industry because a friend of mine who's dear to my heart happened to get sick on set. Literally, literally the morning of the shoot, she got almost deathly sick. Like she called me, we laugh about it now. She called me literally like in a, a just a, 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 a half dead stupor. Like, hello, how are you? You know, trying to talk to me while still giving voice to her pain. And if it were not for her, honestly, um taking illness i might not have met the people i needed to meet to get to where i am to get to where i am right now you know and same with joe his character only got to where he needed to go to because someone else fell out because someone else dropped the ball so how is it that and what is it like when you finally do get the call 
when you finally get the call you've been waiting for for you. You've been hustling, you've been grinding, you've been moving, you've been you've been striving, you've been ducking and dodging, you've been keeping your ducks in a row, you've been saving up money, you've denied things, you've been you've denied yourself, you've denied so much of the good things just to make sure that you have what you can have, and you finally get the call like Joe did. You finally get the call that says, we need you here today. Can you make it? And you're like, yes, I can. And it opens up the myriad of doors for you. What happens then? The other part of soul that I happened to like is Joe's in a barbershop. I'm not giving spoilers, but he goes to the barbershop and he's talking to his barber. And it's like his barber is cold compared to Joe. He's talking to another character in the film. My barber is cold. And he's talking to the barber in the chair. And the barber basically tells him like, hey, you know, I wanted to be this and I had to pivot to do something else. And I thought about that. And I said, "Ooh, how many times have we legitimately wanted to be something else? But because of responsibilities and because of other things and other factors that we could not control, have had to pivot our our roles and pivot what it is that we're doing and pivot our our desires and our hopes and our dreams to make sure that we can actually do the things we want to do. That doesn't mean that where you currently are isn't good. You may love your job. You may love what you're currently doing. But if you had to do it all over again, you might not be where you currently are. And so it brought up the other question of when we have to pivot our dreams and pivot our hopes, pivot our expectations, because, you know, we have mouths to feed and maybe our dreams doesn't pay that well, or we have a mortgage or we have car notes, or we have debt we're trying to tackle, and this right here doesn't get it. So I have to, I got to pivot. I have to pew, what it is that I want to do? And so it just, it brought up so many different questions and so many different thoughts in my head watching this because I'm like, I am Joe. All creatives are Joe at one point in time. Most of us have gone through the broke moments and the broke seasons. Most of us have gone into those times in which we didn't know how this bill was going to get paid. Sometimes we have to let some things, some bills lapse until that check come, came through. Sometimes we've had to like, you know, you know, count money <laughs> out of the, the tin can we keep for our change and figure out making sure we can actually wash our clothes this week because things are a little bit tight. So how often do these things come up and we've had to pivot our dreams and pivot our goals and pivot our expectations because we have responsibilities. That doesn't mean that we're not good at our jobs, that we don't love our, like our jobs currently where we are. But we've had to pivot sometimes. We've had to move. And, you know, it, it just made me really think. This film made me really truly think about purpose and passion and, and what your heart desires and all these different things. And I, as a creative specifically, I was like, I was hit. Like, I was rattled with bullets from this film. I was a I was rattled with bullets because I remember having these conversations. And I remember having the conversation about being a stylist and being shot down, told to quit, told to stop, told to move on, told to get do something else, told maybe this isn't for you. And knowing that I had to keep pushing forward and knowing that I had to continue to push. So when you're watching Soul, if you already have watched Soul or if you're going to watch Soul, it, it, it hits on so many different levels from a creative perspective because all of us are trying to pursue a dream or a goal, or an ambition, or, or or a strive. We're trying to get to somewhere. And sometimes to pay those bills, we have to do things that we're not honestly comfortable doing. Maybe it means we have to work another retail job until we can fully go in. Or maybe we have to, you know, be an assistant for a long period of time until we're able to graduate to the next level. And sometimes, you know, we're just waiting upon waiting for that call to happen.
We're waiting for the call to come in so we can say, hey, you're needed now. And all the time that you've been spending and, and, and waiting and preparing is just for this one moment. Because I've said this beforehand, you, it only takes one yes. It only takes one yes. And in the film, Joe got his yes. He got his yes to go do what he was legitimately called to do, which is to go play, especially someone that you admire, especially with someone that he um, was ready to work with. It just, all the years preparation. So key things that I took away from this film is that sometimes complacency, sometimes the check is good, honestly, hold on, the, the check is good, but we have to make sure that we're also fueling our fire and fueling our passions as well. The second thing I took from this is sometimes you're going to face adver- adversity in this in this journey and you have to sometimes either prove people wrong or keep pushing on without them. And I know for me, there was one point in time when I was either black or white. You were either for me or you were against me and there was no middle ground. But I think as we matriculate into our creative fields, you get some gray in there. You do get some gray. And one of the last things... I find about this film is when we have to pivot and change our dreams a little bit so to make sure that we and those around us are honestly good. It's This film is so deep for me. I was touched on so many different levels. Overall, I gave it a really good rating. There are some other things that are now coming out, articles about it that are now coming out about it. But um, overall, the film by itself, it, it hits on so many different levels. I give it a really good thumbs up. I have no qualms about the film. It just touches on so many different levels, so many different little things here and there throughout the entire film. So I would suggest that you have not gone to go watch it. Please go watch it. I would suggest if you have watched, think about these things from your creative perspective and see like, man, I've been here and I've had to overcome these things and blah, 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 and dot, 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 dot. So this is just my thoughts on the film Soul. It's a very beautiful film. It's really, really well uh, illustrated. T- typical Pixar. You know, they really can't falter. It came out with Toy Story back in the 90s. And it was, and it's still lit. It is. It is. So, so many things in Toy Story too. Man. So many things in Toy Story. But we're not going to get to that today. But these are just my thoughts on the film Soul. It's on Disney Plus right now. Please go watch it if you haven't. And if you have watched it, I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope that maybe this episode will give you some thoughts about your creative path, and maybe the things that you're going through. Maybe you do have people around you that are telling you to stop. I will encourage you to push forward. Maybe you want to take that job that gives you security, but you may lack the restriction to really do what you want to do. I would say weigh your options and make sure you move in the best interest for you and for your career. And, you know, maybe you have to pivot your dreams a bit, and that's okay as well, because at the end of the day, it's still your dream, and you can and you can make it whatever you want to make it. It can be whatever you want it to be. So um, be encouraged as per usual. And I'll see you guys in the next episode. Thank you all for listening. And later is.
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Beyond the Set. Please don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to my podcast. You can follow me at Beyond the Set Podcast on Instagram or on my personal styling page at Edify Style. That is E-D-I-F-Y-S-T-Y-L-E, where we are changing the world one personal style at a time. If you have any questions, possible topics, or maybe you're a fellow creative and want to be on the podcast, please email me at beyondthesetpodcast at gmail.com, and I will see you all in the next episode. Laters.